This is Archive Atlanta, episode 154, Nancy Hanks Train. You're listening to Archive Atlanta, a history podcast where each week I'll be sharing a story about the people, places, and events that shape the history of the city of Atlanta. I'm your host, local tour guide, and total history nerd, Victoria Lamos. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Merry Christmas Eve if you celebrate that, and yay for being in the home stretch of 2021. I have COVID. Something I hoped I would never have to say on this podcast. Um, fully vaccinated though. I of course had my booster shot appointment set for next week, but a few days ago I started to have really mild like sinus things, which I'm sure you can hear in my voice. And so I took the last rapid test that we had at home. And what do you know? It's positive. So now I get to miss Christmas Eve with my family and worst of all, not be able to see my daughter. So I'm not one to like wallow in despair here, but the last month has been really, really rough. I lost one of my best friends to breast cancer. Um, I was sick with not COVID earlier in December, like really sick. And now I have to sit out a holiday. So I'm aware like it can always be worse and I'm trying to focus on the positive. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of ready for a new year. And, you know, let's see, maybe it could be a little bit better than the last two. Today's mini episode topic uh, came from a listener, T, who suggested this like more than a year ago, but this is why I love minis because I couldn't figure out how to fit this in anywhere. And then I realized it was perfect um, for a smaller episode. In 2021, there's been a lot of conversation about establishing high-speed rail between Savannah and Atlanta. And then like everything in Atlanta's history, we have done this before. The first time was 129 years ago, and then we did it again 74 years ago. So this week, we're talking about the Nancy Hanks train. Before we get into train history, let me set the stage a little bit about the relationship between Atlanta and Savannah. So Savannah is the oldest city in the state of Georgia. It was established in 1733. Um, its history as a port city made it like incredibly strategic. Um, you know, it was shipping out a lot of cotton. Now, granted, it was also kind of competing with uh, Charleston, but, you know, became a very wealthy city. So when baby Atlanta was born in the 1830s, it was definitely in a very one-sided competition to be better than the coastal city. And most wealthy people that lived in Savannah or along the coast would actually leave in the summer months to avoid uh, mosquito-bred diseases. Atlanta's uh, position at about 1,000 feet above sea level actually made it um, really attractive and, believe it or not, a cooler place to spend your southern summers before air conditioning. In 1833, the Central Railroad and Canal Company was formed with the intent to connect Savannah to Macon. That didn't quite work out as planned. There's like a lot of delays. It's a long story. Um, but by 1843, the line was completed. Now, during the Civil War, this was the track that Union forces destroyed, um, creating the famous Sherman neckties, which were like twisted up pieces of rails that apparently look like neckties. By 1890, the Central of Georgia Railroad wanted to develop a fast passenger train that would get people from Savannah to Atlanta and vice versa through Macon. And in 1892, the Nancy Hanks Express was born. So I know what you're thinking. Who the heck is Nancy Hanks? And prepare yourself for the history sidebar rabbit hole that we are about to enter. Nancy Hanks was the mother of U.S. President Abraham Lincoln, uh, she died when he was nine, I think. She died in 1818. Now, in 1886, there is a standard bred trotting horse who was born in Kentucky and was named to honor Lincoln's mother. Why? I have no idea. 
Literally no idea. I tried. She wasn't born in Kentucky, neither was Lincoln. If anyone out there knows, please share with me. But anyway, this Nancy Hanks, the horse, goes on in 1892 to beat the previous fastest horse on record um, with a mile trot time of two minutes and four seconds. So it's not surprising that, you know, they build an express train in the same exact year uh, and the railroad executives name it after the fastest thing that the whole country was talking about, Nancy Hanks. Now, early trains did not go very fast. And a lot of that was not exactly to blame on technology. Um, It's really fascinating for me to learn that the rails themselves were not always built in the best quality or the tunnels or the bridges. And so most trains in the late 19th century went about 25 miles an hour. When the Nancy Hanks made its maiden voyage, it left Savannah at 7 a.m. and it arrived in Atlanta around 3.35 p.m. And that was four hours faster than the trip used to take. And they actually continued to improve on that speed. They would make it like incrementally shorter and shorter. Every car was painted Pennsylvania red with the words Nancy Hanks lettered in gilt, so like in gold. Um, It was later painted blue and gray, and that's more of the colors associated with the train. By 1893, the train beat her own record, traveling 50 miles an hour and becoming the fastest train in the South. This is just behind the New York Central, which was the fastest train uh, in the world at that time. This speed came at some tragic costs. Uh, There was a woman named Jane Short who lived in Oakland City, a neighborhood in Atlanta, uh, and she was killed on the tracks at the Oakland stop. And so the reason is really tragic. So she just... She thought it was like the regular commuter train, which was much slower, but also stopped. So she just stood on the tracks in front of the train, assuming it was stopping, and it didn't. And there was um, accidents very similar to this throughout the small towns that the train passed on its route. Despite the success in the speed records, the train was not really profitable. So there was just not enough people using it. And it only lasted, I think it was less than two years. Uh, The Nancy Hanks is taken out of service and then just sort of forgotten to time until 1947. In 1947, the Southern Railway built the Nancy Hanks II, as it was dubbed. This new steamliner cost $500,000. It was made by the American Car and Foundry Company out of St. Louis. And the train had 10 total cars. So one was a combined uh, baggage coach. There were four regular coach cars. And when I say regular, I mean uh, for white people only. And there were four segregated coach cars. There was also a grill lounge car, like a dining car. Um, And then the entire train was fully air conditioned. On July 12th, the train took its maiden voyage out of Savannah to Atlanta. They actually christened it with real champagne. And the, I guess the idea of going from Savannah up was that it was reversing the path of Sherman's March to the Sea. Um, and it arrived at Terminal Station to a huge exhibition. There was hundreds of people there. Uh, I think Mayor Hartsfield was also there. If you don't know Terminal Station, um, it stood where the Richard B. Russell Federal Building is today, and it was demolished in the 70s. But like I said, City is there to see it, uh, marvel at it. It ran the 293-mile route twice, so it would get to Atlanta in the morning, and then would go back to Savannah the same day, arriving just before midnight. And there was actually a little connector train called the Little Nancy, um, and that went from Millen, Georgia to Augusta. So that allowed Augusta people to also use the same route. 
The Nancy Hanks 2 was an all-coach reserved seat train, and black people were relegated to, like I said, the segregated cars, and not allowed at all in the grill or dining car. There was a staff of about eight people that ran the train, like from conductor down to maid. Of course, the lowest positions of this were held by African Americans. And it was actually the only train to still have a maid and a porter in 1964. And there was an article from that year that was highly problematic, loaded with lots of nostalgia references to an older time. And it sort of makes sense that they wrote this in that year because from what I can tell, so it was officially desegregated in 1961, which I'll tell you that story in a second, but I I think it really wasn't fully desegregated until 1964. Um, so all of the work for desegregation here was because of the Freedom Riders. Now, if you you know, know your dates and your history, the Interstate Commerce Commission outlawed segregated seating on interstate buses and travel in 1961. That was, of course, because of the Freedom Riders. But guess what? the Nancy Hanks did not cross state lines. So it was not actually subject to the order to desegregate, which was supposed to take effect in uh, on November 1st, 1961. In December of 61, actually on Christmas or like the day before Christmas, um, six Freedom Riders, Hosea Williams, Mercedes Garrison, Mrs. Hayward, Benjamin West Jr., and Mary Roberts rode the Nancy Hanks II from Savannah to Atlanta, effectively desegregating the train for the first time. They sat in the white sections on both days, so they did Saturday to Atlanta and then Sunday return trip to Savannah. And so while they were allowed to take those seats, they were banned or blocked from going in the dining car or the club room. Essentially, the train like shut those rooms down when they tried to go in. Um, Hosea talks about this. He said that the train staff threatened to have them arrested, although they never really followed through, but that the white passengers were sharing cigarettes, sharing newspapers, wishing them all a Merry Christmas. Like it was a fairly uneventful on, on that side of it. Despite its popularity through the middle of the state, uh, the Nancy Hanks suffered like a marked decline in ridership during the 1960s, you know, it, because of segregation? I don't know. Um, generally, rail service in, you know, across the country is declining. And Amtrak did take over a lot of trains. They decided not to take this route. So the Nancy made its last run on April 30th, 1971. Uh, the day before Amtrak came into being. And Atlanta's terminal station was actually demolished the following year. There were talks of reviving uh, the Nancy Hanks train in 1980. So the federal government, I think it was like, they're like, listen, it's going to be $8 million to fix the track. It's a lot cheaper than building bridges and, and highways for more cars. Obviously, never came to fruition. Um, I find it kind of interesting that we're, you know, we're having these conversations again many decades later. So maybe in the future one day, we will be on a high-speed train together to Savannah. So there you have it, the short story of the Nancy Hanks train. Um, It closed in 71. So there's lots of people out there that have been on it or have memories of it. So if you know someone that does, share them with me. I'd love to hear it. Thank you everyone for listening. Remember to leave a rating and or a review. And you can visit the Patreon link in the show notes to support the podcast. So hope everyone has a great weekend and I'll talk to you next week.